0: Hello, Real Nerds listeners. Brad here with my friend.
1: Eileen. and I'm the writer and director on a film called Trauma. It's a local independent feature-length film. It's about a girl named Allison who wakes up uh, with a day she can't remember and a head injury. And she starts to think people might be lying to her about how she sustained that injury. And I'm not making it alone. You're going to be the director of photography and one of the producers on the film.
0: That's right. It's my job to make it look good. So how can people help us make this movie?
1: Well, movies are expensive to make, and while this is a low-budget film, we do need some funds. Um, so we are trying to raise them online through the uh, crowdsourcing website, Indiegogo.com. We have a campaign set up. It's at Indiegogo.com slash trauma dash the dash film.
0: That's right. Indiegogo.com slash trauma dash the dash So Eileen, what incentives do people have to donate to our small feature?
1: Well, we have a series of perks set up. Uh, The first one starts at $5. Anyone who donates to the film uh, any amount over $5 is going to be listed on our website as a supporter. Um, And they go up from there. We have uh, t-shirts. We have posters. We have uh, DVD copies of the final film. We're offering uh, tickets to the premiere, and they're uh, cumulative perks. So, you know, if, if if you donate for the T-shirt level, you get everything you know from that level down. So, we have a lot of cool things, and
0: the more you donate, the better the stuff you get in return.
1: Even if you can't contribute financially, we need people just to help us spread the word. We're on Facebook. It's at facebook.com/slash Trauma The Feature, all one word.
0: That's right. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Spread the link across the internet and help us make this movie happen.
1: We have a great cast and crew of uh, independent artists that are coming together to make this film. It's a great little story, and I think that you'll really like it.
0: But this offer isn't extended forever.
1: That's right. The campaign ends October 6th, and if we don't raise enough money by October 6th, we're not going to be able to make the film.
0: And that'll be disappointing. So don't let that happen. Log on to Indiegogo.com slash trauma dash the dash film and donate today.
1: And check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash trauma the feature. Does this sound familiar?
2: You're interested in purchasing that new action figure, but aren't sure if it's worth it? Well, come check out PlasticExplosion.com, where you can go to find all the latest and greatest action figure previews
0: and reviews. Every week, they'll be bringing you reviews and picks from your favorite collections, such as DC Universe, Masters of the Universe Classics, Marvel Universe, Star Wars, Transformers, and many more. Come check us out at PlasticExplosion.com. That's PlasticExplosion.com.
2: Oh no, some scary crown squirted water all oh, my comics.
0: Never fear, son. In Colorado, there is one place to go for all your comic needs. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh boy, thanks, Coins, Cards, Comics, man. Oh no, there's a lady hanging off that building. Can you save her?
3: I can't save her, but you can also save 20% by getting a hold slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics.
0: Oh no, she's falling!
3: Did you know prices are also falling on back issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics?
0: Thanks for saving me, Coins, Cards, Comics guy! Now I can buy my son the card games he wants and the sports memorabilia my husband wants!
3: That's correct, ma'am! Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Knocks it out of the park. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And tell them
2: the real nerd sent you. For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and Spicy. These robust, full flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try a new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop Off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ.
3: Hey, welcome to Real Nerds. I am Ryan. Beside me is... James. And in front of James, kind of... Brad. This week, we saw the amazing movie Dread, but not in
2: 3D. Oh, you didn't see it in 3D. No. I, dude, I, I don't... It, it was th- hard not to. Honestly, there were a lot of theaters where, like... It was, no, like, yeah. It was in 2D in the in the early part of the day, and then only 3D. I even know.
3: I, I I called Brad when I was driving back from playing paintball. I'm like, Brad, we need, if we need to see this movie, like, in an hour, if you want to see it in 2D or pay the extra charge because it was two showings in the morning in 2d then there's like three in 3d so they must convert the the film in the one theater oh yeah it's the
2: same it's the same theater and i think it's just because this week there were a lot of movies that released
3: there were um not good but you know
2: no no
3: anyways did you know that we have two festivals we're going to be a part of
2: i did but no one else knows
3: uh we'll be part of the mile high horror fest at the colfax film center it's going all weekend, but The Real Nerds, me and Brad, will be there <laughs> um, Saturday from, is it noon to midnight? Yeah, noon to midnight. Noon to midnight. We'll be there, and um, fingers crossed, I have put out the word to do an interview with Kane Hodder, who's played Jason in four films, is also in the Hatchet series, and uh, they said they can probably make it happen, so hopefully we can get him. And Corey Feldman's going to be there, too. Brad wants to ask him of some TMNT questions and hopefully we can get that in here too
0: wait cory feldman was in gmnt he's the voice of donatello in one and th- one and three.
2: Oh,
3: so God. hopefully we can get him on there that'd be awesome
2: what happened to him in two did he die rehab <laughs> rehab oh right <laughs> um, That's, that seems way more plausible yeah
3: rehab also uh we kind of got invited to be a podcast at the telluride horror fest yeah october 12th 13th and 14th um so we will be up there down uh, there down there yeah i guess it's western slope southwest southwest slope we drive south from there so it should be fun and the the people who are saying it up did the denver comic-con and they sent us a really nice email saying how good we are we were at the comic-con so we will be there interviewing directors and they're going to set us a schedule so i guess we have to interview directors at a specific time or i don't know in the next couple days we'll be getting some information about it
2: wing it there will be much winging
3: always always some winging So, yeah, that's some exciting news for us. Yeah, absolutely. That we'll be at some fest. So you should come and see us.
2: Well, and we're also going to be at uh, Mile High Con, too. Oh, Mile High Con, the week after that. Three things.
3: Yeah, we have three things. Yeah. So yeah, Whether. you should come see
2: us.
0: Come check out our how to podcast panel.
2: Yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> how if to that's podcast official, panel. We can talk about the fact we're going to have our own panel where we will talk about the thing we do.
3: Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> she wants us to do it. She also sent us an email today
0: about home brewing, but <laughs> being part of the home brewing crowd. Do but we do that? We don't, don't do that brew anything. I mean, I,
2: I could start doing. Yeah, and I mean, we could moderate it. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. as
3: long as they're they're like uh, James Marsters and they do all the work.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. We. we brew movie information we do i i could moderate it in that i could ask questions because i don't know the answers to them like what is homebrewing how do you homebrew my brother does oh Uh, there you go
3: when he was here he gave us some of his pumpkin beer or whatever other beer he made is taste you could
2: get up there and you could say hi guys are you my brother yes that'd be a good question here
3: is my brother um so yeah look for us at a lot of upcoming cons who yeah. knew who knew october was a big month for Seriously. cons in denver
2: a month from now i'm gonna hate you guys probably I'm be so tired of you people
3: well you're not you're only doing one con with us
2: no two i'm gonna tell i know tell you right in my high.
3: you're going I'm just skipping
2: you're the one mile high not mile high horror but the second mile high yeah, okay oh okay. yeah
3: anyways dive into the mailbag boys Did you know you can email us, realnerds at gmail.com? You can also tweet us, real underscore nerds. You can leave us a voicemail. We'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, we got a tweet from Jesse from Plastic Explosion. And this is probably my favorite tweet from the week because he says, Ryan is correct. (laughs) The term chase is a toy produced in small quantities, and collectors are expected to chase it down at the stores. So that's what I thought it was, but um, I'm glad that I have an expert kind of reiterate what I already knew. Um, But also, his. He did a. I have to go to Walmart because they have a special edition only at Walmart. Ultimate Spider-Man Miles Morales action figure.
2: Ooh! So I'll have is to go the, get that. Is it the first Miles Morales action figure?
3: It is. It's Man. the only one I know of. Neat. So thanks, Jesse, for keeping that uh, little tidbit available for me. Um, we also got an email this week from Dan from Ohio. Hey. Greetings! I recently saw Resident Evil Retribution and finally, and fully agree with your criticisms. <laughs> Though I enjoy the series, I do too. No, I do too. I almost gave it up, gave up on it after Resident Evil 3. But uh, but Afterlife proved to be a fun action film, sort of a guilty pleasure, and I was hopeful of where the series would go. So when I heard about Retribution, I made sure to go see it in 3D and couldn't have been more appalled by the atrocity before me. Mm-hmm. A lot of recent, recent recent a lot of recent action films have been criticized as being nothing more than first-person shooter video games, and no film deserves that criticism more than this one. Resident Evil Retribution, except for maybe Doom. <laughs> yeah, but that one was supposed to that be too. It was gratuitous. quite literally. Yeah. Um, that was urban. A we'll see. We'll hear more of him later today. Yeah. Um, sheds any pretense of, uh, at being a film. To that point, the reveal of the main characters as clones did nothing to enhance the story. In fact. It devolved and it further into video game logic. There's almost oh, no yeah. attempt at a story, and the action, it wasn't engaging. No, I yeah, totally agree. As for your question regarding the acting skills, or lack thereof, of Bing Bing Lee <laughs> and Sienna... I don't even know how to pronounce her last He's name. Gilleroy. Gilroy. I thought so too. Gilroy? Gilory. To me, Gilory... Gilroy is by far the worst actor in the film, bar none.
2: She's the one who plays... Uh, Jill Valentine. Jill Valentine. Oh, oh, yeah. She has some Man, so stilted.
3: Well, none of the acting in the film is particularly good, Sienna was cringeworthy and borderline <laughs> unwatchable. Yeah. And this is a rather odd twist of fate as Resident Evil Apocalypse is my favorite film of the series. And part of the reason I liked it so much was because Gilroy's performance is Jill Valentine in that film. It's been a long time since I walked out on a film, but Resident Evil Retribution really tempted me. Regards, really, to
2: wow. <laughs> See, I—that's the thing. I know that these movies have evolved into this awful piece of shit, just garbage. Uh, but I love them for that, or not for <laughs> that. I love them in spite of it. They're so dumb that I—they're fun. You yeah. Know? Uh,
3: I, I've been reading a lot of reviews online, and uh, a lot of critics think this is one of the better ones of the series. What? So. Oh. I think it's Tomato is 27%, and it's
2: 10% higher than Afterlife. I think it's one of the ones that accepts what it is more,
3: you know? Yeah, like it, except it, it, it accepts so the whole motivation just, for Wesker's character in the last one is just pissed away in this one in the last like, five minutes of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the motivation
2: of everyone is lost. I don't
3: even know who
2: Alice is. It's not a character. <laughs> so
3: We got a scary voicemail this week. Uh-oh. Brad, play that voicemail.
4: Hello, real
3: nerds.
4: This is Bane. I was just calling to congratulate Bradley Haig for seeing the movie eight times. Little does Bradley know
0: that a portion of those profits go to my organization.
4: So in a way,
0: Bradley is funding terrorism. Good job, Bradley. Keep it up. Once the profits have exceeded that of the Avengers, you have my permission to die.
3: (sighs) Did that voicemail not entertain you? (laughs) 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 Take (sighs) it; it's yours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh man! Bane called us, so uh, that's pretty badass. Be sure to stay on the lookout for Bane. Did they ever? They've never revealed Bane's real name, is have they? Uh, In the comic books,
0: uh, they might have. I'd have to go back to like maybe pre Nightfall, because he's in a few of the books leading up to that mm -hmm. arc. So,
2: Alabaster Bainsworth. Alabaster Bainsworth Let's call him that for now And yeah. he says No longer will I be shackled By my old
3: English name <laughs> You can call me Bain <laughs> That even kind of rhymed Gosh I'm such a genius Yeah you, Wow you are Awesome So that was uh, Thank you Everybody who emailed us And tweeted us um, Ryan Callie kind of tweeted us He said he Got out of contact with us Hey It's alright buddy You can always tweet us Whenever you want
2: We'll never forget you
3: Box office numbers.
2: This is the box office stats. Resident Evil
3: <laughs> Retribution. <laughs> $21 million. Number one movie. Is that good?
2: How much is the uh, last one? It's down too? like
3: 10% from the last one. And they're saying it might top off in America at $40 million or so. Does that mean it breaks the streak? But no, it doesn't. Well, in America, yeah. But worldwide, it's going to gross more. <laughs> it did like... $75 million last week worldwide and only opened in 10 territories or something like that. Wow. So they don't give a shit.
1: Like, sweet, <laughs> this movie costs
3: $70 million. We'll make $300 million worldwide. Guess what? We'll make another one. Yeah.
0: They should call it Retro Bitchin'. <laughs> <Retribution. laughs> <laughs> it's like an 80s sports movie at that point. Hey, Brad, where do we get all our numbers from? We get them from Box Office Mojo. So thank you, Box Office Mojo. Thanks, Box
3: Office Mojo.
2: Box Office Mojo. I was the only one who didn't say it.
0: I know,
3: and we were really disappointed that you didn't. <laughs> so we can go to digital bits now.
2: DVD releases in blu ray
3: There's uh, there's a couple cool things coming. Actually, a lot of cool things coming out this week. Ooh, The Avengers comes out in four kind of different releases. They have the a big pa- four disc Blu-ray. A two-disc Blu-ray, a two-disc DVD, and a one-disc DVD, um, not surprisingly. Go Avengers. Yeah. Awesome movie. The Dark Knight Returns Part 1, which is a DC animation movie, uh, Nation animation movie, which is, you know, a lot of people think The Dark Knight Returns is the greatest Batman story of all time, so it's been broken up into two animated feature films, so it gets its proper breathing room, and I'm kind of interested to see Michael Emerson as the Joker in the next part. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. going to be weird. Um. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he plays it because he's really creepy, Yeah. of course, as Ben Linison lost. But he's a different kind of creepy.
2: But it also makes sense because that Joker is an older Joker. Yeah. He's not quite as sp He doesn't read as spastic.
0: I'm going to wait for the double Blu-ray release that has both the movies as one movie. And lots of cool special features. features.
2: That totally makes more sense. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: But,
3: if but hey, wait. if you're a big fan of Batman and you really want it, you know, check it out. Yeah. Also, Bond 50, which I believe is all the Bond films on Blu-ray and a really cool book. Ooh. Yeah. So that should be badass. So you have
2: a lot of money. It looks really cool, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, how much is the set? I don't even know. I have I Probably 500 bucks. Something like that. 400, 500 bucks, yeah.
2: I can't scroll up fast enough to give you a reading. Also,
3: American Horror Story Season 1, which...
2: You watched? The, did you watch the whole season? I didn't finish the whole season.
3: Um, I'm actually interested in seeing it. I'm kind of uh, waiting till it's streaming to check it out.
2: Yeah, I think it's something that if you watched it from the beginning to the end, you would enjoy it more. I I sort of got wore out on it. Um, and the, but the new season, the trailers for the new season look really cool. I might I might jump back in because the like each season is supposed to be a different story. Yeah, uh, which is kind of what's exciting about it because it means that there is a real ending. Um, it's it's part of what entices yeah, me back to watch that Yeah, it got an Emmy nomination for
3: a miniseries.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. That's why right. they they treat it as a miniseries, and the new season has a has its own subtitle, so it's not just like the continuation of the the series. It's like a different series. Yeah, yeah. And
3: that's probably good too. If you're a writer on the show, that means you can always have an ending. And yeah, exactly. People will keep on watching. It's kind of smart. as soon as
2: you get done with it. It's, it's kind of like a like a season long Twilight Zone, you know. Mm. And they are really good at, at creating creepy stuff. It's just that once you've watched. When you're watching it one episode a week for f- six weeks uh, at a certain point, you're like, okay, I get it. You can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to move along. Also, Resident Evil Damnation
3: comes out, which is the second CGI movie that Capcom has made. And the first one actually isn't that bad. I, I own it. Um, and as a Resident Evil fan, it's kind of cool seeing Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield kind of fight. And, and there's actually some really cool sequences Like when a plane crashes into the airport and the zombies pour out of it. It's kind of cool. Um. So I'll check that out when it's, you know, on sale for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Family Guy Volume 10 comes out. I've already ordered it. So <laughs> I'll be watching that this week. Um, and Portlandia Season 2, which is the most bizarre show. Laura, my wife, loves watching it. And sometimes I don't get it at all. <laughs> and I don't know what they're trying to accomplish, but it makes me laugh. So
2: I keep meaning to check it out. I still never have because people have recommended it to me. It's,
3: fun. It, it's really bizarre, like, it, but it's <laughs> funny. I, I can't. I don't. I don't think you can describe it to people because it's
0: zany. I, it feels like um, it's not a quite Mister Show to me, but it's in the same vein of just yeah. Like these kind of because there's really no continuity to it. It's it's sketch comedy, but it's also like it's not. There's no like stage setups. It's all very. Yeah. They're all like pre-recorded skits. Yeah. So, but they're all they like kind of have this overall. Theme to it. It, yeah. It's really
3: like I said. I can't describe it to people. You have to really sit down and
0: watch it. Yeah.
3: But it's also, I guess, it's trying to explain Mr. Show as a sketch comedy, how they all the sketches kind of blend together. Yeah. um They all yeah. feed into one another, yeah. and then
0: at the end, they all kind of wrap up. So like, whereas, like on SNL, it's just like here's this random skit and here's this random yeah. skit. Yeah.
3: Hmm. So yeah, you should you know check it out if you're interested. I think it's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Um, you, you missed. Go. You missed two. I did miss what two did I miss?
0: Oh uh,
2: well, you missed Clown, Brad's favorite movie of the year, which he loved. Yeah, to
0: put that on there because I don't think anyone else is going to want to watch that, <laughs> especially <laughs> after my glowing recommendation of Father's Day, yeah. it turned out to be a bust for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: oh uh, yeah, and uh, you also missed uh, Pork Chop Two: Rise of the Rhine. Wait, what the fuck is that? I apparently there was a Pork Chop One where uh, basically it's it. Leatherface with a pig. Pig Face. Uh, yeah, pig. it's like pig face. Nice. Like he's so got he a pig. Yeah, and he probably kills people like pigs. Um and this is the rise of the rind. Nice. Like pork rinds. So it's all he's just killing crispy. fat he's just killing fat dudes who are watching football. Nice. Hey, that might be me. Whoa.
3: Anyways, thanks, digital bits. <laughs> thanks. You can check out all the release art information and see the cover art for pork chop two rise of the Rhines, or whatever you told me <laughs> name of that <laughs> oh you didn't put uh, oh, van dyke and company dick van dyke
2: company the entire series Oh, you missed that
3: which is uh i was reading about it. it's a variety show but there's lots of
0: famous people on it so well because i, so, I didn't think anyone cared about it but yeah, i great. care about you it you guys really
2: love dick van dyke so i do love dick van dyke
0: mentioned. he's amazing and you love dick
3: i do love dick wait what <laughs> hey let's unspool some real news
2: it's real news
3: James, what do you have for real news? It was kind of slow this week, so I was hoping you found some sort of nuggets around uh, here.
2: Yeah, the Hobbit trailer came out,
3: and it was good. It's all right. I-, I was telling Brad, you know, I don't get excited for it when I see it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm this saying, is yeah. the one that got me. That really, that, that little, yeah, that little scene between what part got and, me excited. As if the it, first the, one didn't get you. Well, <laughs> the first one I was, but like even though I said on Facebook this week when I when I linked the the new trailer, I was like, any. Any unspoken doubts are gone with this trailer because that, that little scene between uh, Bilbo and Gollum where, where Gollum is, like, is talking to him and is like, well, what do I get if, if you lose? And then he turns into Gollum and Gollum's like, if, if he loses, we'll, we'll just eat him. And then he looks back at Bilbo and goes, okay, so if, if it loses, then we eats it whole. And just the way that he delivers that line, I was like, oh, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. But you told
3: me last week that Gollum better not be in the first one because he's like halfway through the book. Oh, I don't know.
2: I don't know. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> he's going to be in the first one. I'm just trying to Maybe go at on, the end. I
3: don't want you to be flip-flopping
2: here. No, no, no. Well, I, I would be really surprised if he's actually in this movie. Um, then why are they showing him in the trailers? I don't know, because they want people to go see the movie. Do you think the Gollum is a selling point for this The Hobbit? I do. Off. <laughs> no, no, It's he's a, he's a big, uh, like a... You know he's like Jar Jar Binks in uh, Phantom Menace. He's he's the comic relief. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I'm just bullshit. Yeah, I was gonna say he is not <laughs> comic relief. <laughs> but he, I but he, Jar Jar you know. wanting to kill people. But Gollum really because is a comic relief. Really. Like people people love Gollum. They yeah, really but he's do. He's not comic relief. Uh, he certainly is in the first half of Two Towers. Like he yes he is a bad character. But if you really don't think that people are laughing real hard, especially that that first scene when he's. When he's turning good as Smeagol in The Two Towers and he's having the conversation back and forth with himself, it's really comical. Like, he is a funny character. Now, he's also a heartbreaking, bad character. I don't remember laughing. I I guess I haven't seen the movie in a while. Yeah, you'll have to watch it again because the way it's. And and part of it is you've probably seen it so many times that it's not as comical anymore. But man, I I remember people howling during those scenes. I love. The scene
3: where he's arguing with himself when he oh, turns yeah. bad at the end oh, oh my yeah gosh. that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole series
2: well yeah when he's arguing and he turns bad at the end of the movie yes that one's chilling but earlier when he sort of dispels Gollum for a little while yeah um that scene no, is he's, just,
3: he's nice yeah the back is, and it forth talking is just the, really funny his reflection
2: i don't remember yes well it's sort of like when he like smeagol talks one way and Gollum talks the other and it's just a it's the camera goes from from the two angles as if it's two different characters um and it's mostly what a great S- actor. Smeagol. that's how i should say it Smeagol is a lovable character Gollum is not okay, thank you. like uh, Smeagol is a is is comic relief and Gollum is not Well, i'm glad um, you got excited for
3: that trailer because when yeah. i
2: see it i'm like well, you know i'll see it well and uh, the thing is it's it's also very different than the than the lord of the rings the, this trailer has more fun and jokiness in it than than we well, would I always expected thought the Hobbit was is, a, a lighter Book yeah. then the Hobbit Lord is of the more Rings. of an adventure and you're supposed to just sort of love these still characters. boring but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and some <laughs> a crew member died on the Lone Ranger and that's the whole week which is unfortunate but it happens Yep, yeah. it happens
3: in movies every once in a while just like any other job I'm yeah. sure Someone's died at Kidoba before. And the the the
2: problem is that it just sort of puts a gloom over the whole movie. But that that, does that so. movie already has movie. enough going against it. Yeah. The movie that's already had tons of problems. Yeah. Just like the fact that like the fact that it has Johnny Depp playing an Indian. Yeah, it's yeah. A Native American James. Uh, American <laughs> Indian, Brad. Um An Indian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the re- really is the news. There, there was just nothing. Did there the really RoboCop
0: th- suit come out this week? Oh, did, well, week?
2: there were those. Yeah, that was this week. though there were those pictures, but it, that's one of those things. Anytime there's set photos and you see something and it, it doesn't look real good, it, by the usually now with the movie we saw this week, it ended up not being true. But usually, by the time you see the movie, you go, oh, okay, it looks better here. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you saw. Did you really think that RoboCop suit looked very good?
0: Uh the first thing that popped in my mind is like, we're trying to capitalize on the Iron Man. Oh, because aside from the the helmet, it's like totally, it is a little Iron Man. You're right. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that, which makes me think that a bunch of executives got together and said, like, (laughs) let's reboot something that'll get a bunch of classic fans out and we'll cater to the new crowd by changing the suit to
2: look like that Iron Man guy. (laughs) These other people got this Iron Man character. So for some reason, somebody likes him. I'm sure it's not because it's (laughs) (laughs) well-written. Yeah.
3: Robert Downey Jr., dude. Come yeah, on, no, it's said. not that at all. Um, yeah, it yeah. was really slow this week. Yeah. I swore there's a trailer I saw that I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember it. Maybe it was the Hobbit trailer, because mm. that's the only major trailer, I think, that came out this week.
2: Yeah. Anyways, thanks, James. No problem. Unless you guys had anything. Nope. No. No, I, right.
3: I really, I before you got here, I was like scouring, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I went to IGN, Movie Phone. I went to all these places, so I couldn't find anything. Thursday
2: came around, or Wednesday came around, and I had, I finally, like, watched something that I wanted to talk about for the week, mm-hmm. and I had to get out, because I, I keep a sticky note on my on my monitor, sure. as you guys see every week, that I write stuff down, and I keep the news on there, and that's how I keep track of it throughout the mm-hmm. week. I just start one on Wednesday, and I was like, sure. what what is going on? This is a lame week, but it means that next week will be ridiculous for some reason.
3: I'm sure it will be. As it starts getting gearing up for uh, Oscar season, they'll start being more news. Um, awesome! Hey guys, I bet we watched stuff this week.
4: Oh yeah.
2: So uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching.
3: So I finally got around to seeing Taken. Ooh. Oh, okay. This is interesting, and I thought it was pretty cool. Like I, you know, it's not like uh, doesn't break any new ground, but. There's parts in it that I laughed out loud when Liam Neeson's being tailed by that one guy and he runs the red light, makes a big U-turn, then flips him off as he's going by. That's pretty classic. <laughs> um When he yells at his daughter's stepdad, and he's like, well, if you want to whip out dicks, and ha- this isn't time to whip out your dick and have a measuring contest. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. Um, yeah. And there's just... Yeah. You know, cool parts where Liam Neeson is like, this guy's kind of a badass. Yeah.
2: it's It all rests on his shoulders because, like, it's it's a decent movie and it does what it does, you know, yeah. fairly well. But it's all about uh, that monologue. And the monologue was also, like, the teaser trailer for it. But it's, a, it's about that scene where oh, yeah. he picks up the phone and is like, sup, yeah. I'm going to get you. Like, that monologue and the way he delivers it is so good. It sells the whole movie.
3: Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I want you to listen to me. I
2: will find you. I don't have any money. And I will kill you.
3: But what I do have. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, the, the whole time when he gets into the, the whorehouse uh, and he says, Remember I told you I'd find you? And then he kills all those guys. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It yeah. is it, kind of cool seeing a guy without remorse, a dude he tortured. He just left him to die. <laughs>
2: Awesome. Yeah, it just it does what it wants to do well enough that it's a fun movie and and it came out like in March or or April. It was a, sort of a breath of fresh air that year. I remember, and that's part of why it just sort of it blew up. It became the uh, a, a huge hit. I know. I had um, to go back. It came out in two thousand
3: nine. I think so. And I, was, Maggie Grace was seventeen in two thousand nine. I mean, no. Was, yeah, I know. I went back and looked at it because she. I mean, she plays being a really young girl really yeah. well. So I said, like, maybe she is really young, because she was on Lost and everything, but she's no. she's something like 27 now or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 24, 25 when the movie was made. But she did it really well. I says I guess she could be young. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think they just... Brad, what did
3: you think of Taken?
2: Nah. <laughs> 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 You're not excited about Taken, too? I,
0: like, the last time I saw it was 2009. And yeah, me When too. I saw it back then, I was like, eh. And then I watched Unknown, and I was like, oh, that's the same movie. <laughs>
2: did you? Uh, did watching that one make you excited for Taken
3: 2? Sure. I mean, I, I think yeah. what's cool about Liam Neeson is he's kind of broken this new ground of he's a Take No Prisoners action star in his 60s. Right. So it's kind of cool. You know, it's fun seeing him play different parts. And he's always been a really good actor, so it's fun. Yeah, and he's good at it. Oh, yeah. Um, I also finished watching Spartacus Vengeance. Um man that guy gets his face chopped off. He does. Some dude gets his face chopped off. It's awesome. <laughs> There's tons of tits in it. Yeah. Um Spartacus kills the main bad guy by the dude it's I love sometimes the the lines that they say cuz it reminds me of 80s action movies. Oh yeah. Where um you know Spartacus slashes the main villain's uh legs and he falls down and he says Finally, a place where all Romans should be to me. And because he's on his knees. Yeah. And then he says, uh, then uh, Gannicus, no, it's not Gannicus. That's the one of the Roman, I mean, not the Roman, one of the gladiators. What's the name of the uh, Gaius? Ga- Gaius. Gaius, yeah. Uh, he's the bad guy. And he starts talking and Spartacus takes a sword and jams it through his mouth. Yeah. It's badass. But the, the big shocker is the, uh, the ending,
4: mm-hmm. which
3: I thought it was going so one way. And then it was really shocking what happened. So I don't know if um, Alithia's dead. Um, she looks like she died. But she could come back. Right.
2: You also thought that What's-Her-Name was dead after the first season. And Lucretia? she popped up Yeah, but they, I
3: think they had a little thing at the end of the first season where her hand moved. Oh. So I don't remember. I have to watch the first season again. I should because yeah. it's so awesome. But... did they cancel the series? So it doesn't even matter. Oh, uh, no. They're, they're shooting one more season think? and then it's over.
2: No. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: How come? Spartacus War of the Damned because I guess that's...
2: That's just where they feel yeah. like ending it. Oh.
3: Yeah, they just they have an ending for the whole series. So, oh okay. And I was really excited because the Blu-ray says exclusive to Blu-ray, um, you know, trailer for War of the Damned. So after I watched the whole, because I wanted to watch the whole season, right. and I'm like, I'll turn put on the trailer then. I put it on. It's literally Spartacus riding a horse, and then he <laughs> he's about to engage in battle. Yeah, is a minute is there, long.
2: Is there even some monologue where he's like, "No, I am going to war nope. of damned." <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. Yeah.
3: I mean, it looks beautiful. I will say the show on Blu-ray looks amazing. No, yeah. oh, it does. Um, so, yeah, you should really check out Sparkus if you're really into the like battles and blood and guts, blood and, and, guts and people's intestines falling out. And,
2: and even though we just spoiled everything for you, it doesn't really matter. Because uh, you know everybody gets killed. Yeah. And it's Spartacus, so at the end of well, the next season, guess what? They all get crucified.
3: Yeah, I won't tell you what happens with Lucretia. That part was pretty shocking to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She does something that's way... Well, she was always kind of a different character, yeah. And I mean, she uh, her power play in uh, Gods of the Arena was awesome, and uh, things like that.
2: I still haven't seen that one. I might have to uh, watch
3: that one. Yeah, Showtime. It's good. It's only six episodes. It's exactly. really short.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. So yeah. And then the last thing I watched was
2: The Cabin in the Woods. Um, <laughs> did any of us not? Brad, did you not watch Cabin in the Woods this week? Oh, you didn't care for it as much. So it was really just Ryan and I that bought it the day it came out and then watched it immediately.
3: And we're, we're, me and James are like, Mia, Mia, yeah, right there. Um, but yeah, the movie's awesome. And not only is the movie great, but the special features on the Blu-ray are amazing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I told you yesterday about Brad heard. There's a really funny part where Joss Whedon and Drew Goodard are talking about how they really want to make a movie together. So what they did is they got together and they got a hotel room. They stayed in the hotel room and they worked on a script for a whole weekend. Yeah. And the script they came up with was The Cabin in the Woods. And as they're writing the script, Josh Whedon, I guess, had an upstairs part of the hotel room and Drew had one downstairs. And they got to the end and they said, hey, the... Uh, the werewolf is just shot with normal bullets, so I think he should just run away because they're not silver bullets. <laughs> and uh, Drew Goodard said, yeah, that sounds good to me too. I've seen <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, um, Yeah, just the idea
2: that they were both like, like obsessing over the same weird yeah, weird moment where you know, they're like, because well, wait, how do, we, how do we make the, the werewolf go away? Where- well, I guess we just got to have a run away. There's no- <laughs> yeah, we don't
3: have another option here. There's nothing really else you could do. I, yeah. I'm i going to watch again. I haven't listened to the commentary yet, and I heard the commentary oh, I haven't either. really good. Yeah. Because yeah. if you know anything about that movie, it was supposed to come out two years ago. Yeah. And then MGM went bankrupt, so they couldn't...
2: It got basically held. Why? And because MGM was was trying to convert it into. And then they yeah, then they're going to make it 3D. But then they didn't have the money. Then they didn't have the money.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then Lionsgate picked it up and put it out. Um, and it, it's a really disservice the trailers that came out for it. The trailer sold it as your run of the mill like teen slasher horror movie, but yeah. it's not at all. Uh, I, I recommend everybody if you're a horror movie fan to check it out. And even
2: even if like like if you're somebody like me because I'm not a horror movie. fan. You are not. Um So if you're somebody like me who, you know, you're not adverse to, like, gore and stuff, um, you should still check it out because it's fantastic. Like, it's so smart and so well written and is both... I keep comparing it to, like, the Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead movies because it is both an entry into the genre while being a commentary on it. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's sort of like the Shaun of the Dead of American horror films. Yep.
3: So, yeah, you should definitely check it out. But if you get the Blu-ray, it spoils the end of the movie for you.
2: Why? Did you get the cover where oh, it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, the, the hologram cover? cover? Yeah. No, I, yeah, the hologram cover? No, I tell you. What the Eh. You should have seen it in theaters. You should have. What's and, wrong with you? Yeah. Idiots. We told you to.
3: We did. If you listened to our podcast, you would know to go see it in the theaters. And that's what I saw this week. I watched a bunch of Batman the Animated Series, but we've talked about that before. Um, sometime this week, maybe not this week, next week, I will have a new blog of my favorite Batman the Animated
0: Series Ooh. episodes. You yeah, haven't blog in a while.
3: Yeah. So that should be fun.
2: So stay tuned for that. Um, James, what did you watch this week? I saw a bunch of stuff. Good. I uh, I finally got around to making my, my list where I went through all of the movies that have been released this year and mm-hmm. wrote down which ones I, I have seen so that I have a count going so that at the end of the year I can – more easily start my sure. top twenty, uh, and as I do that, I also keep a list of movies that I've missed that I might be interested in seeing, and that surprisingly is a heck of a motivator to go see movies that I missed. Um, so I finally got a re- got a chance to go see Expendables two, nice. which I didn't see with you guys because I was on vacation that week, uh, and that is a pretty badass fun movie. It is right. <laughs> I really it did is. enjoy. I really <laughs> did enjoy that. I I didn't love as much as you guys did like the. Any any time that they did like a, a line about like whoa, what's next Rambo rolled my eyes all of all of Schwarzenegger's lines I just hated I hated loved it. <laughs> um, especially any of them that were about him being back or gonna be back again or how many times he's been back and that's and why I'm,
0: Bruce Willis's line is so great when he's just like you've been back enough <laughs> shooting guys
2: yeah or dude the Chuck Norris line
3: yeah. Uh, yeah sorry I got bit by a snake and after five Long days of yeah. agonizing pain, the snake
2: died. Yeah, there's a, there is a Chuck Norris joke in the movie. <laughs> Delivered by, awesome. by Chuck, Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, it was too bad that it was Delta Force Chuck Norris and not Walker, Texas Ranger Chuck Norris, but still, like if Walker had showed up sorry, if Chuck Norris had showed up and he was just like <laughs> flying and kicking dudes in the face, that would have been great. Well, he has 80 James. I don't <laughs> ca- I don't care. He's been working out on the total gym. He should be in perfect physical fitness. Dude, he
3: shot a dude and he set off the metal detector in an airport. That's yeah. like the coolest death in the movie. Yeah, no, it was really
2: good. Oh, yeah. And Jean-Claude uh, Van Damme was badass. As, as Jean-Claude Villon. Van Damme is amazing. <laughs> when he does the kickboxer kick at the end, like when 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 he and Sylvester Stallone are fighting, I mm-hmm. don't know any of these characters names names because they are literally just the actors. Dude, I just told um, you that
3: Jean-Claude Van Damme is villain.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> villain um, in French. <laughs> but like, but I mean like I wait, Sylvester Stallone is Barney or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, the rest uh, of them right. I have no idea what their character name is because it's just the actor. Um uh, and but the 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 shot when Jean when JCVD like sh- jumps up in the air and and kicks I'm doing, I'm, I'm reenacting it with my fingers. Kick, kicks him in the listeners.
3: face. Oh, it's so good. See, I think his best move in that is when he does the 360 kick and jams the knife through Liam Hemsworth's chest. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, man, that was good. I forgot about Badass. that. Yeah. I can't wait to see that movie again. He he is really, I, I would almost say he steals that movie. He does. Um, but Certainly all the scenes he's in. Uh, you know, yeah. we were talking about that because the, the dialogue's kind of, you know. Bad? Bad,
0: but when. <laughs> for being a, like a cliched villain. He actually yeah. puts a like a, a nice new spin on it. Yeah.
3: Oh, and yeah. he kind of has this, I, I don't know, derangedness, derangement to his delivery Yeah, that's so calm and cool that makes it really good. Yeah, You know, it's not over the top. A lot of times villains in those kind of movies are, I'm going to chew up the scenery, but that, he's just cool and it's awesome.
2: I'll be really excited to see The Expendables 3, The Search for Van Damme. <laughs>
0: uh
2: where they bring him back as a zombie, but he fights on their side. That would be cool. Oh, yeah, that better happen. Maybe a clone. That's what they'll do. They'll clone that guy <laughs> into, or just put like some makeup on him so he looks like a different person. And then he jumps and kicks dudes in the face. Uh, I also rented, and I don't remember how you guys feel about this, but it calls back to one of our more popular early episodes. Uh, I, I rented Jeff Who Lives at Home. Did you guys like, I kind of remember you guys being sort of mediocre yeah, on okay.
0: it. okay. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. Nothing special.
2: I kind of loved this movie. No. Now, I also watched it really early in the morning, so maybe I was just tired and susceptible. But, man, I, uh, but especially by the end, the end for me was so like heartwarming. Sure. Like, when their relationship as brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, their relationship as brothers and them coming together and then, yeah, the the jumping off of the bridge, which is spoilers but the jumping off of the bridge scene i was like uh uh yeah okay uh yeah i I really enjoyed that it's not uh, weird
0: that all those characters are in that one spot at the same time no because yeah.
2: they explain it because signs is a good movie <laughs>
0: signs is a horrible movie. shut up
2: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah 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 no no it is it's a good movie <sighs> dude it's well, I'm going to really watch that movie, movie
3: again. And I'm going to watch it this week and to remind you how bad that sign <laughs> is. I'll watch it this week and I will write. You You know what? We'll both watch Signs and we'll have a Signs debate.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I smell a bonus episode midweek.
2: <laughs> 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 we'll get together on the Tuesday. Signs cast. Are you about Signs? That movie's good. I'll, I'll write you an essay about how good Signs is. Um, and then, Probably lastly, more exciting than the movie. Uh, lastly, an actual sort of <laughs> mediocre movie. Uh, I rented Mirror Mirror, which is the other oh Snow my White gosh. movie. Boom. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing. Oh, don't tell me there's qualities to it. Well, there are qualities to it. One of them is that it's better than Snow White and the Huntsman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess well, that's not hard to do.
4: Exactly. <laughs> for
2: one thing, and and if you'd looked at the trailers for those two movies, you never would have guessed that. You you would have looked at Snow White and the Huntsman and be like, okay, this is going to be special and visually really cool and all of that, and then Mirror Mirror is going to be a 1992 family comedy. Um, well, Mirror Mirror is a 1992 family comedy. That's exactly what it's trying to be, and it it's both the the, the good things about that and the bad things about that. Um, it it's stilted and weird, and it's it it made me laugh once or twice, but. Was not that enjoyable, um, but it does what it wants to do fairly well, and it ends with a Bollywood dance scene, and that's kind of cool. And it's like a uh, subversion of we the have original. have different
3: ideas of what cool is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, every now and then, a movie should end with a Bollywood dance scene. Not I think that's okay. Yeah, really. Bollywood movies. Yeah. Well, it's made by Tarsim Singh, so it,
0: yeah, yeah. you know, that's why. I remember the fall ending with the Bollywood
2: dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The uh, shit. Um, Oh, so it's like subversion of the original story is also, I think, way better. Because in this one, at the end, uh, Snow White does sort of have to save the day. And in a way that I think is a bit more, you know, girl powery. Than than anything in Snow White and the Huntsman ever was, um, so it's not it's not great. Julia Roberts is fun-ish, but uh, certainly not the pile of shit that the trailer made it look like. <laughs> anyway, well, I personally just w- I just wanted to see it so I could compare those two sure. bad movies. Yeah, I'll never see it. Yeah. Also, For, it maybe may, my wife if, might make me watch it. It was one more movie I could put on my list. I'm gonna break 100 this year. Nice. It's about quantity, not quality, guys. Brad, what'd you guys see? Oh, I thought you had more. All right, no, um, that was it. I only saw
0: one movie this week. It was uh, Sleepwalk with Me, the Mike Rabaglia movie. Oh,
2: fuck you! Why didn't you call me?
0: Because I, you fucking asshole. Because yeah. I, it came into my brain that like as soon as I got off work, I was like, ah, ah, kill some time you son and see of this, a bitch. Sorry, Kay. no, I, no, I have no idea. You right. voice, you vocalized nothing about it prior to this <laughs> podcast.
2: <laughs> Go ahead and talk about it.
0: Um all I can really <laughs> say about it is it's it's a sweet movie. It's um very earnest. Um, obviously because it's autobiographical. Yeah. Um and that's again, it's like so I already know his story about sleepwalking and how you know he jumped oh, out so. a window. Yeah, that and, that was gonna be my next question. Yeah, that's pretty much what the movie is, is all leading up to that, um, explaining how that event comes to pass. Yeah. But along the way, like all the characters are really interesting and uh there's some pretty good humor. Um, and the way he blends uh, his stand-up act into being the story is really good. So, and cool. it has a good message at the end. So, cool, nice. Um, I recommend it. Well, I'll p-
2: I'm probably going to go see it this week. So,
0: cool. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. won't be one of my you know favorite movies of the year, but it was still a, a good movie. Neat. Yeah. So that's it for me.
2: Some people should check out. Yeah, definitely. Cool. You know? Especially if it's near you. It's uh, it's not playing everywhere. It's one of those where they. You have to sort of request it. Our debate of when movies are released, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, no, this one is definitely released in 2012. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. It's September.
3: Yeah. Anyway. Maybe Fargo, uh, Fargo, North Dakota gets it though. You
2: know, January. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we were doing a podcast from Fargo, then it would be different. <laughs> Most
0: people have no idea what we're talking about, so we just should no, move no, on. no.
2: <laughs> well, if they've listened to any of our film f- film explosions, then they they might. And yeah. I <laughs>
0: think the bigger arguments are on the Nebcast ones, though. <laughs> oh yeah, about when qualifying movies qualify. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, guess what, guys? Let's head to the comic store. Pull out the long box. And get into the comic corner. Ooh.
2: What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner.
0: That was a really good intro.
3: That Thanks. was, yeah. I appreciate yeah, that. Good job. Good job. Um, yeah, this week, I'm going to kick it old school. Ooh. And, uh, I've mentioned this before, but when I was at the comic store today, I was with my little niece, Taylor, and she wanted to get some Spider-Man comics. Um, the hard thing with that is my niece, she's only 10, which, I mean, she's older, but to give yeah. her... Uh, comic book that has tons of continuity is super, super hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually pointed her to a set of comic books that you guys might be shocked that I think is actually really good Spider-Man stories. And this is uh, Mary Jane loves Spider-Man. Oh, Not the second season, but the first season. And um, the reason I always I, I really like these is because I kind of I love Spider-Man, don't get me wrong, but when sometimes when you strip him away of the clones the death of Gwen Stacy, Venom... All the canon. All the canon. And you just focus on Spider-Man as being a fun superhero, then sometimes that's the best writing for Spider-Man. Yeah. And the writer, his name's Scott McKeever, and he writes this cute little story about how Mary Jane is crushing on Spider-Man, and Peter Parker is crushing on Mary Jane, but Mary Jane wants to go on a date with Spider-Man, and Spider-Man can't reveal that he's Peter Parker... So the first like 10 issues are really cute and how they kind of go back and forth about it. Uh, and the comics are definitely written for girls, but I really enjoyed them. And yeah. it, it's a really cute story. There's some great moments where Spider-Man takes Mary Jane on a date. And then Mary Jane realizes that she likes Peter Parker and it's, Aww. and she's telling Spider-Man about Peter Parker, but Spider-Man can't let on that. he's. It's, mm. it's great. You know, it's just a cute story. You can pick up the trade paperback at Colorado coins, cards and comics. Um, and is if the, you sorry is the second
2: one the Terry Moore
3: one? And the second one is by Terry Moore and it's okay. another great one and yeah. it's a it's really cool. So if you like the first one then you can pick up the second season what they call the second season by Terry Moore. The first one is 30 issues, the second one I think six. So I it's called uh, Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane and you should really pick it up. The books are great. And it and it when I was going through with my little niece I was... Oh man, I love these stories. Mm. And uh, so she picked up uh, the first ten issues. Nice. And she's loving them. She, we were driving back to her house today, and she was flipping through them and reading them. She said,
2: "Oh, that's cool." And when she was reading them in issues. Yeah, she's them reading in them in issues. Oh, wow. So um, that's so cool that that uh, of Coins Cards has like that many back issues that you could do that. Yeah, I don't know if they had. I think I took the last... You probably took the last ones, but still. The last, last of just...
3: one, four, and six. Yeah. So they have, like, sporadic... But
2: even the fact that they had them oh, up yeah. until you got them is pretty impressive. It means that somebody else out there who was really looking for that, you know, weird run of whatever... And I will say that
3: the last issue, I think is, maybe it was 30 or 20. I think it maybe was 20. And I could not find that issue to save my life. I had I uh, Time Warp, Actually, the guy who runs Time Warp, what's his name again? Uh, Wayne. Wayne, um, who we met through Denver Comic-Con. Awesome He's, guy. he's, he's like, oh, I'll find it for you. I, was, I said, dude, you don't have to you know, dig for it. He no, don't worry. I go to conventions all the time. And I forgot about it, but six months later, I got a phone call from Wayne and says, hey, I found your Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane number 20. <laughs> and so I went and picked it up, and he charged me $2 for it. I wow. Like, six months of your life, funding <laughs> for yeah. this issue, and you... Gave it to me for uh, two dollars because a lot, the you know, they didn't order a lot of those issues. Yeah. So especially the last one of the run, maybe each comic store had two or three copies. Right. So it's a really hard one to find. Which you think the value of it would be really high, but there's no demand for it. So. Right. But hopefully I could create some, and you should really pick it up. It's so good. It's so good that I'm thinking about. But there's these little novels that they that he wrote about him called Mary Jane that I'm oh. really interested in reading. But if I can get them for free. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't, I can't imagine going into Mile High Comics like, "Hey, you guys got that Mary Jane book? <laughs> Thanks." Can we hold your purse while you, you go for it? <laughs> awesome. So this week we're going to have uh, our DenverCon interviews. We're going to have to wrap these up kind of quick because we're going to have more. Um, but we will do this one where he sat down with these two girls who are big Sonic the Hedgehog fans and they're kind of funny. You you weren't around as I'm listening to these interviews, I swear I did 75% of them without you around. That's not
2: true. There was just Brad. like a couple hours where you I was
3: gone.
0: Maybe 50%. 50%. <laughs> it might
3: yeah, be 50, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I'm like James wasn't on this one either? Crazy, but here's uh Lily. Hi. By the way, my name's Ryan. We're part of the Real Nerds podcast and you are? I'm Lily. And you are? Ayella. Ayella. Oh, that's a great name. Lily, love your name too. So, what are you doing at Denver Comic Con today? Are you promoting Sega Sonic the Hedgehog?
4: Um, I guess you could say that in a sense. Uh, we really wanted to rock Sonic today. Yeah. We love him. Do yeah. you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. What's your favorite Sonic game?
4: Oh, man. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Yeah. Hands down. I just, but I actually just got Sonic 4 Episode 2, which just came out. Um,. On the Xbox, or actually, no, no, the Wii, I'm sorry. That's all right. It's really both, I think, actually.
3: Awesome, and Lily?
4: I like Star Wars. You like Star Wars? i Star Wars fans, yeah.
3: Awesome, so who's your favorite, is Han Solo your favorite? Yes. You know what, he's my favorite too. I just, I wrote a blog a few months ago about uh, favorite heroes in movies. Number one was Han Solo. (laughs) So what do you love about Han Solo? Is it because he's Harrison Ford and attractive? Yes, very much,
1: and he's just like an awesome.
3: Yeah, what's your favorite thing that Han Solo does?
1: uh he i like how he falls in love I, yeah i just put you totally on the spot I know, didn't my, i oh no
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, you see my, my favorite part is when he's about to be put in carbonite and princess leia says uh, uh i love you and he says i know
1: i know oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I the greatest Han moment really ever i want someone to say that to me <laughs> yeah i want someone to say i love you so i can I say know. i know <laughs> you know
3: what i'm sure you'll find it eventually i mean how old are you 18 see yeah you have a long way to go yeah. And then you can just throw that in somebody's face, and if, <laughs> if the guy or woman gets really excited about it, you and can say, friends, you're meant like, for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are meant for me. That's awesome. See, I love Sonic & Knuckles, too. Oh, and, yeah. But, see, I'm old enough that I got it when it came out. Yeah. You're definitely not old enough oh, to yeah, get it. Oh, yeah, I actually did. No.
4: Yeah.
3: How old were you when Sonic and Knuckles came out? Uh, five. Five? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. And, you know, back then it was really cool that you could lock Sonic 2 or Sonic 3 on it oh, and yeah. play as Knuckles.
4: I know. that was It was so amazing getting to play as Knuckles. I mean, honestly, playing as Sonic is the best. Mm-hmm. But playing as Knuckles was How come really
3: no one cool. says says playing as Tails is awesome? No, I
4: like I mean, I Knuckles. Like you name. like okay.
3: Tails. Lily, you look like a Tails guy. <laughs>
4: Tails, playing as Tails is all right, except his, his controls are a little, you know, it, iffy. And then he can't. I don't know. He just his attacks are a little different. Yeah, he, I agree. He can use his tail to attack, so it can make it a little easier. Like when you're fighting a boss, you can just fly upwards, and his tail attacks immediately. But I, I mean, agree. Nothing beats Sonic. Say oh
3: yeah, he doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you girls seen that uh, dorkly video where Tails uh, keeps coming back to life? So yeah. Sonic he abuses him.
4: Yes, I actually yeah, have. Yeah. I actually
0: have. Hilarious.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <it's> yeah. <laughs> wow, great commentary, Brad. Get back to just listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, the uh, Dorkly is a cool website where they have like these goofy video game mm-hmm. bits, oh, and yes. Sonic for Hire is amazing, and uh, oh, yeah. he's always oh, God, goofy. Right? You, you sh- yeah. So that's. So funny. But that's really cool. So what else, are you girls, excited for? Do you read comic books, or are you just oh, Star yeah, Wars X. and Sonic? Oh,
4: comic books. Yeah. yeah. Who's your comics. favorite comic character? Spider-Man.
3: Thank you. It should be Spider-Man.
4: Me, K. Corono from Gantz.
3: Wow, wow, you're busting it out. What <laughs> so? What's
4: so, Gantz? I'm like, yeah. So what's Gantz? It's actually a Japanese manga. Um, it's about a guy named. Well, there's this. There's this room that some people end up when they die and. When they do there, they're forced to do these missions, like kill different aliens uh, around, the, around Tokyo. But they can only stay inside a certain radius or else their heads explode when they leave. So oh, they sounds go on, manga. They just Yeah, they just go through um, all of these different trials. It's really dramatic. There's lots of, you know, the story is so deep and there's lots there. I mean, it's, it's been going on for a while. It's really long, still going. You guys should check it out. Awesome.
3: So who's your favorite? What's your favorite Spider-Man story? Do you have one?
4: I don't
1: have one. You
3: don't? No. Yours should like... be The Death of Gwen Stacy. That's my favorite. That's old school. <laughs> so
1: you're telling me which one I should you, have? You
3: should. You should um, they're really expensive if you get you know the original ones. Mm-hmm. But you can get Marvel Tales, which is reprints of them, for like a dollar. It's The so Death of Gwen Stacy and The Death of Green Goblin. It'll change your life. Got it. Go Spidey Go. Go <laughs>
1: he's, Spidey he's hero. So
3: you said movies, favorite movie?
1: Favorite movie? Yes. That's, you're talking to a film student here. Oh, wow. So... He went to
3: school for film. Well, video. I don't video. have a favorite movie. You don't?
1: No, but I have genre, like What's sci-fi, your... mythology, sci-fi? fiction. Yeah, I like all
3: that. See, I'm a, I, I do a podcast about movies. Uh, I love Army of Darkness as my favorite.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: It's not, you know, it's amazing. Do you have a favorite movie?
0: A
4: favorite movie like, um, actually, I do. It's Akira.
0: Oh, Katsuhiro yeah.
4: Katsuhiro Tomo's Akira. How do you
0: feel about the remake, of the live action that they're trying um, to do?
4: I'm kind of divided. I know Leonardo DiCaprio has like something oh. to do with that, and so that kind of turns me up a little bit because. <laughs> but it's Leo. I, mean, I love Leo. I guess I just <laughs> I'd be Titanic. To see come it. on. As long as no, they say not Titanic. Let's say
0: like Catch Me If You Can or something. <laughs> who's who's uh? Do you know who's directing that or in line to direct that right now?
4: I'm actually not sure, but I um I know that Leonardo DiCaprio is co-directing it.
0: Oh, wow. But
4: I don't know who is, like, the main person who's See, the
0: last thing I heard, it was uh, Keanu Reeves and uh, Whoa. Dave yeah. Whoa. Well,
4: yeah, see, everybody does it. <laughs> just, Whoa!
0: I'm, I'm glad that's probably off the table, but... Yeah. yeah he's if, probably too old now, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's
3: getting up there.
0: I say, he's like. I'd like them to just get Japanese people to actually yeah, that, be in the movie. <laughs> that'd be nice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, in an anime movie, yeah.
3: Well, awesome. Um, is there anything your girls want to say? Do you want to promote anything while you're on our podcast?
4: Yes, actually. Okay,
3: what would you like to promote? stage um, is yours.
4: I will promote uh, my art site, uh, xcocohoneyx.deviantart.com. Um, I have some comics up there, so you guys should check it out. Check we will. out my artwork. Nice. I have some stuff that I'm going to be releasing really soon. Maybe I uh, have a panel at a convention. So, yeah, please check me out. Awesome. Check me out on YouTube, uh, L A Souter. L-A-S-O-W-D-E-R.
3: So, yeah, Real Nerds Listener, check these girls out. Thank you for stopping by and being on our podcast. Keep up the good work. Go Go Sonic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Fun interview. James, when you listen to this week's podcast, you'll experience it for the first time.
2: Yeah, I'll listen to it like four weeks from now. (laughs) It's really (laughs) funny because I always pick on
3: Brad for not saying anything in podcasts, and he says something on this interview. I said, Brad, that's a stupid question. Next. (laughs) So when he finally gets up the courage, I just crush it. I'm sorry, Brad. I don't mean to do that to you. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this week, we saw
0: Dread. Dread. Brad, should people go see Dread? It's a hard recommendation, because like, there's some really good stuff in it, and there's also some really horrible <laughs> stuff in it, so um,
2: it wouldn't be the worst choice of the week, I, I would say. James? Um, if you watched the trailer for this, and you went, that looks cool, yeah, you should absolutely go see this movie.
3: I, I agree with Brad. Uh, there's parts of it that were really badass, and then other parts, you, you do this, meh. Yeah. Can we have you know bullets going through cheeks again? Yeah. So here's the trailer for Dread.
1: 800 million people living in the ruin of the old world. Only one thing fighting for order in the chaos. Judges.
4: This drug's like nothing I've ever seen.
1: If we play this right, we can take the whole city. Mama's controlling all the slow mo production and distribution. Rookie, you ready? Yeah. You look ready. Fire. Mama's not the law. I am a law. I'm going in fire again. How do you plead? I'm for
3: Defense noted.
2: Dread three D. Herbs were uncooperative.
0: In theater September twenty
3: first. The hard thing with this movie is the Sylvester Stallone one, which I still don't think is that terrible.
2: Yeah, it, I like it it's not it's so, I like how cheesy it is. You I've know? never seen it. Really, it's yeah. not. It's not
3: great, but I mean, it's not as bad as people you know say it is. Right?
0: You know what I mean? It's such a product of that era where they're just mm-hmm. like, hey, here's a franchise that's popular, and we're gonna probably these stars in it and f- yeah, mold it to the like. It's, he's got to have a funny sidekick and you know a famous face as the hero and
2: Yeah it's does it does it make more of a character out of dread like yeah, do you yeah, feel like yeah, you yeah. know dread cuz in this one of course dread is not a character well, at all dread is a dread is a chin like yeah. he did, they they never even take that stupid helmet off of him. Uh, that's part of the, the, comic, the in the yeah. original comic. He never took it off. Exactly, exactly. So I, yeah, I kind of like that about this one.
3: Yeah, it was different. I mean, you're you're dealing with two totally different. Movies. You get kind of the candy coated early '90s, mid '90s look of right. the first one, yeah. and this one is definitely '2000s gritty right um, movie. But I mean, back to this one. I mean, the basic story is Judge Dredd is the cops are given extreme power in the future right. where they can decide your fate immediately. It, and judge, you have Just
2: jury and
0: executioner. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is a
2: cool idea. It's cause like it's post-apocalyptic, it's basically which is, law is getting exactly. sort of played out. But like this whole town is just going to shit and, and there are too few cops. So they don't, have time for a judicial system. It's just like you are clearly a bad person because if a cop comes after you, it's because you were doing bad shit. So why don't we just let the cops shoot you in the face? Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole, the, the whole idea, which that in itself is neat. Um Yeah. And then he gets locked in a tower and has yeah. to shoot bad guys. You know, and
3: you you mentioned before that maybe we should have seen it in 3D. I think we maybe should have. I Yeah, I, I do there's too. there's really...
0: A, unlike a lot of 3D movies where it feels like there's just a regular movie that they separated, you know, the background and the foreground mm-hmm. from, right. this one feels like they, like, made a conscious effort to create shots that were very yeah. 3D-centric. So. Yeah,
2: that's why... Because uh, we didn't all see it together. Uh, I saw it a day earlier. And I did kind of want to say, like... You know, you I, I and I'm sure you feel the same way where there I feel like there was some, some cool stuff there that I probably mm. missed. Yeah, um, I mean I
3: kind of glazed over it in the intro, but there's a part where a bullet goes through one guy's side of his mouth and comes out the other, yeah. and you see like his teeth shoot out and like flesh go it's
2: pretty well, badass. And, and the excuse for that, you know, if it were just a movie where um where like they did slow mo action scenes, you'd be like, Oh I I've seen this before But there... There's something kind of neat that it is written into the plot because basically there is this new drug on the street that when you take it it makes your brain feel like time is moving really, really slow, which actually kinda sounds like a cool drug. I'm not gonna start doing drugs. I'm just <laughs> saying it sounds like a cool drug. Slow-mo. Um and they come out with really neat ideas, like they, they play with that in cool ways. Yeah. Like like there's a guy who does it right before dread kicks in a door and that's when you yeah. you know, the cheek gets shot out. Or they use it. They're gonna kill. They're, they're gonna kill some guys and throw them over this uh, thing so that they fall really far and die. And they give them slow mo, right? So that they experience their death for a long, like really cool things like that. Yeah. Where you're like, oh yeah, that's bad. These people are really fucked. And then <laughs> me and Brad were talking. If it's
3: a trauma film, those skinned bodies would hit that baby and kill it. <laughs> oh oh <laughs> yeah. oh! Absolutely, they would.
2: Yeah. I but I was kind of afraid it was because they had already set up like you're gonna see some fucked up shit in this movie and I was totally afraid that like more her I was sort of afraid that the mother was gonna get hit by a body <laughs> and I'd just be like oh because in the first that first action scene where he's chasing the truck there's a guy who just walks in front of the car yeah oh, gets laughed gets fucking gets fucking leveled <laughs> like, and yeah. then Dredd d- just drives by and is like well these guys have killed somebody now I guess I can kill them yeah. you know yeah, like well, that's what's so cool about the idea is that like he has to wait. Until he watches them do something awful, which means he has to let something awful happen, and then he can kill them.
3: Well, they also had that kind of throwaway line where, you know, the dude ran into the plaza, and mm-hmm. he killed a bunch of people. And as uh, Judge Dredd was leaving, the uh, the intercom said, the atrium will be open in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, clean up after the cleanup's done with all these dead bodies. And
2: yeah, yeah. And, like, they, there isn't anybody that, like, like the, I guess the cops come and pick up the bodies, but... They don't really clean it any of the like the guy just sort of drives his little floor cleaner over it and is like, "Well, okay, I got to start cleaning up this blood." This happens every day. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. whatever, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean
3: there's really cool ideas in the movie. I don't think it's a terrible movie, but it's, you know. This, I think
2: it, the I
0: scene th- where the the uh fake judges show up and then um, you know, um Judge Dredd gets shot and he's waiting there and he's like, he says, wait. Like, that whole drawn out like, monologue is bad. that was ridiculous. And then not only is like the waiting terrible, but um, for that payoff, but then for him to s- recap why he said that is <laughs> like, yeah, we got that when yeah. she shot the guy. So, oh, it was yeah, yeah,
2: cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, though, her the her headdress is fucked up too. Like his helmet never looks good and always kind of annoys me. Whatever wig they put on her also looks like shit. Um, but her character like her I don't know maybe it's not a wig maybe they just yeah, I, I, the no, shit I never out got of her that head. at all.
3: But actually his his helmet didn't bother me at all really. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it,
2: it bugged me. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. As, far I, as I can remember, it. Yeah. Pretty... I loved it. He- I like his his chin work to me was more <laughs> impressive and cool than the helmet ever was. He was like bones. There, like he he did a lot of fr- intentional frowning to look like he was drawn as a con- like uh, that was pretty neat. Yeah, I think that's um,
0: the comic book style is yeah. like he's always frowning like that.
2: They've already talked about a sequel, and and I I want to talk about the fact that I I am really interested in the fact that he is a guy who we know nothing about. And we get little hints at, like, well, he's, you know, got some darkness somewhere. But we really, we don't even know his full name. We know nothing about his motivations. But he has a uh, telepathic partner. And I like that that duo. I think that if they did a sequel, <laughs> they like, won't, there's like five people in our movie theater. <laughs> well, they, people like based on the, the oh, uh, might do well on DVD maybe. maybe. Well, basically maybe. yeah, it. based on the critic like approval before this, cause the other reviews have been really, really good. Um, they, they were already talking about it. So like yeah. if it does well enough, it's already in the shoot. Um, but, uh, I, I just, her character as, as sort of campy as the first scene where they introduce her reading minds, Uh I liked her character and the scene where she goes into that guy's head and fucks with him and like she fucks with her, like that I liked that scene. That was was really cool. cool. Because they don't they, they don't really pull any punches there, like he's a bad guy and he seriously tries to fuck with her, but then she gets you know the better of him and in a in a neat way.
0: Well logically it should have happened sooner when they picked him up, you know. Like, oh we're gonna take you back to the station. If she knew she could do that, she should have done it right there and saved him some time. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. But they had to wait till like twenty minutes later to <laughs> so, yeah. consider that option.
2: Well it's because yeah, they have to get locked inside. Yeah. Well <laughs> and you could say like, well, she's you know, she's trying to not make because she's the rookie who's trying to pass yeah, her test. I mean, there's a lot of
3: that though. Um I she's, mean when she got into the apartment she noticed that the guy she the one guy she shot was that girl's I, husband. Yeah, I liked that. I, yeah. I
2: like I liked her little arc where like no, it know, was fine, she... but it just
3: it seems really forced.
2: Especially because at the end, we don't know whether or not she's going to be a, dread again, a judge again. Really? Because uh, she...
3: he is going to approve
2: her? Well, no. <laughs> we, we know he approved her, but we don't know if she wants to be one. Like, she's had a bad day. I and think she, she wa- did
0: because she picked up her helmet and she was, like, at headquarters, like, walking. Yeah. I couldn't tell based on the silhouette, but it was either out or into, like, another
2: motorcycle. or Didn't you see that last shot? Yeah. No, I don't. No, no. Isn't the last shot. Uh j- her walking like she gets pissed. Mm-hmm. She gets pissed and gives him her, her no, badge she,
0: she, and she says like She walks in and like throws away those medical guys. There's another scene later like well, not a scene, but a shot during Dred's monologue about the end of the movie. Uh where there's like these sliding d- bay doors of like a hangar, and she's like walking down the like the op the lighted slit and she's got her helmet.
2: Yeah, like she's oh, ready for action. I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, that's too bad. I like I liked it better. When she just quit? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I was staring at something else. And I don't think she quit.
3: I think she said, you know, it's up to you if I'm a judge or not. Yeah. Yeah. Because... She doesn't care. Because she already disobeyed, you know, rules, but Mm -hmm. so did Judge Dredd. Yeah. And then when they killed that mama and her face hit the cement and it split open, that was pretty sweet. That (laughs) was
2: a neat shot. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I see... I, I... Like... There were definitely times where I felt like it was taking them a while to get to the next, you know, exciting action thing, but I also knew I was watching a, you know, expensive and slightly low budget sort of an action Yeah, it wasn't you know, rated R action movie, and so I I was able to you know, get through the sort of low you know, lulls in the in the momentum yeah. just to get to that next kind of cool moment, you know. So yeah. Uh you can follow us on Twitter,
3: Real underscore nerds. You can like us on Facebook with the thumbs up, guys. There's no dislike button. Sorry, can't take <laughs> it back. You can also email us, realnerds at gmail.com. You can call us real. Wait, no, whoops. You can call <laughs> us
2: 720-605.
3: 6nerds5. Six God, that one just slipped away from me. You can come see us at Mile High Horror Fest next weekend, October 6th. You can also see us at the Telluride Horror Fest the 12th, 13th, and 14th. Then we'll be at Mile High Con the weekend after that. You can see us a lot in person. We're really cool in person. Yeah. Next week, we're probably seeing the worst movie of the year. It's called Looper. I don't really want to see it that I much. I hate <laughs>
2: you so much. I'm going to eat your face.
3: <laughs> it's going to be stupid. I mean, what has uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt done this year that's been impressive?
2: Um, Aww. <laughs> anyway, that is dude. both what, true we're and not
3: seeing, true. Uh, Looper.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we are. For that. And midweek.
3: And midweek, we will have an interview with Tom Sullivan. Yeah. The father of our number one fan, Alex Sullivan. So stay tuned for that as well. Yeah. It should be a long interview and informative and awesome. And just fun. And fun.
2: Looking forward to some stories.
3: Me too. So until next time, bye. Bye.
0: Testing, Brad here. Testing. 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 Still testing.
2: Gonna gonna yell into the mic. Scream into the mic. Sounds good. Let's do this. Isn't that a sexual term?
3: Scream into the mic? Yeah. I didn't know that was a sexual term. Brad, did you know screaming into the mic is a sexual term?
2: Yeah, I think it's like... like I don't gay community. The mic is phallic. You
1: know. Sure.